and we are recording this episode on Treaty 6 territory. You know, sometimes you kind of got to... All right, you guys. So there's this episode coming up here is, is a really fun one that Tash and I got to do. It's kind of talking about our friendship. It's just, just us. us. It's just us, it's man. It's just us. It's yeah. just us again. And, uh, right, right, just like the beginning. Yeah, right? let's go. And and we want you to come into our world a little bit more. Yeah, come on in. Like, we're going to rope you in. Yeah. Rope you in a little bit more. Get to know us a little bit more. <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. Um, yeah. All right, so it's not just me and you today. It is just me and you. I mean, it is just me and you. <laughs> It is just me and you. This is what we're doing. So today, it's just me and you. Just <laughs> you and me. Just you and I. It's me and you. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. I'm waiting for this. What's that song? I'm waiting for this. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just, just the, the two, two of us. <laughs> you, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> the mixed grips. Hey, 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 hey. She's got her eyes shut right now. Just hanging out. Just yeah, it's, hanging it's out with her thoughts. Kind of in and out. In and, out in and out. In and out here. But I have the perfect topic for her. And we talked about talking about this. And I, I wanted to put this off a little bit. And she said, no, Maria, you're not putting it off. We're not putting it off. We're talking about it right now. <laughs> And that's the end of it. She put she put the hammer down and she said, "Listen, yeah. she's mean sometimes." What, what, what are we talking about again? Um, we are talking about our relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And what we have observed um, in the others' experience in their yeah. disability and and how that has kind of manifested uh, from. A fly on the walls perspective. Right. Because we are basically the spawn and the epitome of what enticed our whole, you know, need for this podcast and and like the entire premise of the want for this podcast and what really birthed this idea and this experience that we've been living for the last like what I want to say five or six years, like 2000. Well, I met you in 2015. You hadn't met me yet, but I met you. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I can share how I met you right off the bat. If that how you met me, yeah, how, how yeah, did you, how, how did you, meet you me? broke my heart? It was great. <laughs> I tell oh. the story any chance I get, which is not a lot, but I tell it. So I was off gallivanting in Europe. And I, when I got back after six months, I came to a performance that was put on by you guys, which was a university thing and something, right? A class? What was that? Well, right. But I, but I think like Tracy, you knew Tracy through Listen to Dis, mm-hmm. right? And so did she invite you? Yeah. Yeah. It was Culture Days yeah. in Regina, 2015. And I had no sleep and I drove to Regina like usually happened at that time. <laughs> and I went to see the show that uh, like Tracy put on. The like, founder of Listen to This. Yeah. Oh, yes. Of course. Had yeah. And she invited you. 
in, invited to culture days and it was a scenario where there was a performance and we were doing also a performance with listen to this and we were supporting everybody and like and like doing that whole thing so with that um we i'd already done my performance and i was like well yeah sure i'm gonna stick around and watch and support and and that sort of thing and i was standing i don't know where i was at the start or if i was standing there the whole time but i was standing in the little hallway thing there and they they got to this part in the play and I was standing, I don't know if she was standing next to me the whole time or if she saw that I was standing there and she came up, Tracy came up and started standing with me and she, there was a part of the play and I don't, it was an emotional part of which I don't have necessarily much experience with that particular um, scene, but it was done so well that I ended up bawling, which I'm not a big crier, I'm I'm getting more in, in touch with my emotions as I get older, um, but I started crying. And you get to the part where, and Tracy was there too, and she like gave me, she she gave me a, a, like one of those like arm around hug things, and like we had a little chuckle because I was like I don't know why I'm crying, like I don't get it, but like it got to the point of like being like. <laughs> Yeah. Where you like try and hold it back so much, and then there's like tears still coming down your face. You're like, I don't understand. I just remember saying that to her. I was like, I don't understand what's (laughs) happening here. And I was like, oh, we hadn't met. I don't think we'd met, but I was like, I am going to be her friend. (laughs) I'm going to be her friend. She's going to be my friend. She might not know it yet, but she's going to be my friend. (laughs) And she was, and she was just performing her little heart out. So it's about suicide. So I could, I, and it is very, a very heartfelt, like emotional and like touching piece. And I'm like, I mean, I mean, I was doing my job right you back were, then. You if, were. If, if, it, if it got to you. You so were doing that, your thing. Yeah. Girl. That makes you feel super special. Yeah. There you but go. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> now you say, oh, all of a sudden Maria was just part of the company. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 When I met Tell you me about it. It was it was literally like Atlas and Dis to this. We just started like seeing each other more and more because of LTD and my memory will will definitely fail me. But as I got to know you more and more, I started being like, My brother's coming to town. <gasps> and at this point my brother was single and I was like, I love this woman and I, I like want her in my life. How can I keep her around longer? Oh my God, my brother, you know, my brother is like around our age. He's, he's, you know, a good looking man. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I was pretty stoked about, about that. I don't know how much I've, I've told Maria that before, but it was, it was definitely a hope and a thought. Cause at that time he hadn't, hadn't met his now wife with children <laughs> with children but at th- this time you know he was coming coming to regina to like help me get set up oh. and um actually this i think this was before you saw the play really but no i could have my timeline so really except, yeah because he, he he came to regina um to hang out more than more than once oh yeah so yeah. um but i just i remember one time when he came to ltd and got to meet everybody so i remember with your brother that's adorable Thank you for True wanting story. to set me up with True your brother. Story. And I'm still single. Great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it didn't really work. The, you know, I guess the distance. On and... any end of myself. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound right. But any any perspectives, I didn't. I didn't yeah. Meet. But I still haven't met. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. For some reason, like, I have a visibly physical disability. I am so 
vastly different from you, like in what I need support for, right? What I need others for. And like, but for some reason, like, even though we're so vastly different in that way, I just feel like we have this like electric chemical, like bond that we just, we just mesh. Like there's like that conversation, understanding. And that's really like in all of my years, all of my years, post-injury though, Mm. it's really hard to have this kind of connection with someone who is able-bodied. Really. It's like without having this, any like weird moments of like that separation of mm-hmm. like oh do you uh need uh something or um uh, you know <gasps> yeah, like yeah. The, like it, and that's just like one example but just like you've never made me feel disabled mm. point blank <laughs> you know I, and I feel like that's a pretty pr- profound statement yeah but like even you know it can happen sometimes with family or friends or peers or whatnot where you just like oh yeah like they say something where it's like that's just like reminding um you or myself Mm -hmm. that i am different in that way Mm -hmm. but i don't know how or why and i've tried to think about to try to like have it make sense like well you've had like a long relationship with community disability theater Mm -hmm. and you have a lot of friends who identify with visible and invisible disabilities Mm -hmm. now especially through ltd and whatnot but like I don't, I just, I just think it's who you are, but I'm magic. Also, <laughs> yeah, it's something I'm just very curious about too. No, well, and like, even when we're still like mapping out the friendship and you're like, yeah, like anytime you come into Regina, like just come, like you can stay with me. And I had like kind of like standard people to stay at. And then, and then the one time I was like, yeah, let's give it a yeah, shot. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm doing it. I'm having an overnight with Tash. Yeah. It's going to happen. And definitely didn't understand the etiquette that is normal for staying the night at your place. Or I was unaware or I was definitely unaware, I should say. But like when you were all of a sudden like getting ready for, for bed and I was like, oh, this is getting ready for bedtime. That's great. I was, I was yeah. like brushing your teeth and washing your face. <laughs> Let's go hang out. Like hanging out in your, like hanging out and doing that stuff. And I was like, yeah, like this is normal. This is normal like behavior when you yeah. like, go for a sleepover. Girlfriends with, with, like exactly. hang out, brush their teeth together. Yeah. So I, I don't even think like it's not that it's like air quotes, normal etiquette. Mm -hmm. It's just like in my history and like if I had someone over who was not family and like very rarely did I really have, you know, people actually come over and stay with me Mm -hmm. as someone who had had a living caregiver for so many years and um, like living on my own with a caregiver. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's just, you're just always, you're just always alone. You're always, Mm -hmm. but like never alone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As as, uh, ironic, but well, and, and I, and on me, like going into that experience where it was like, I'm, and people say this to me all the time and it's, and like, and it should hold some sort of space in my normal day to day, but like, I'll go, I'll go over to somebody's place and I will just like keep my jacket on the whole time or keep my backpack on Mm -hmm. the whole time and not think two things about it. And, and people will say, uh, like, like take your backpack off. And I'm like, yeah, I can take my backpack off. Like, but then not take my backpack off because I don't yeah. have anywhere to put it or, or like take your jacket off. Like, can you like relax a little bit? And I'm yeah. relaxed, right? Like it's, and so like, this is how I remember it. And like, this is 
currently how I remember it is that like you're you're like brushing your maybe right before you brush your teeth and you're like are you gonna take like your backpack off because it was like getting ready for bedtime yeah and I hadn't taken yeah anything I taken my shoes off I'm not that. I'm not I'm conscious enough for that <laughs> but like I hadn't taken anything off yeah. and I was like just cruising around with my, and it's a heavy it's not a light backpack my overnight backpack but it was like I was just like trekking around talking chatting away with my new my new friend and I was like so like and like shit, like and then all of a sudden it's like so that was more of a cue to me that it was like oh it's like time to get ready for like bed like it wasn't even <laughs> cued in that it was like you were now getting ready for bed and like I didn't realize that that was um, yeah. not a thing that usually happened yeah that 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 experience usually happened and then the other one was is that like oh like when somebody gets ready for bed then I need to start getting ready for bed but like when you're amped up and excited about the situations yeah. you're around with the, your jacket and backpack on after three and a half hours so like, go figure that much out yeah so. and like when the thing is like because for me getting ready for bed is so different than what is like classified as air quotes normal um you know I have someone I have a carried who's gonna help me put a strap on my hand so I can hold my toothbrush mm -hmm. who's gonna help me wash my face who's gonna help me transfer into bed change my shirt you know and and get into pajamas so I'm it's different so I don't know how someone's gonna react to seeing that and I you know can be so I guess that's kind of why it's like okay closed door is just always been safer a safer option for mm -hmm. me but like when it's Maria and it's like I don't want to use the word normal but I can't think of another word but it was just completely like yep like this is what's happening so let's just keep talking and we were just just like talking 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 so I'm just like okay well my carrot has to get out at a certain time so I gotta keep keep going with this so I gotta get to bed on time so she can get out on time yeah. and you know we can keep talking after she leaves but you yeah. know unfortunately because of the nature of like the support that I need mm -hmm. I have to live on this schedule yeah. For everything, right? For for essentially for care. Yeah. But yeah, then it was just like for some reason that didn't matter. Yeah. And that doesn't matter to you. It's just like a part of our relationship. It's just yeah. like a, a part of yeah. our our friendship that is just like okay, something I have to deal with. And like to me, like I've always thought, like this is what I want in a partner. Like this is the kind of quality that I would look for in finding someone. And I've, I've I've thought of that. I've thought of being like, you know, God damn it, like. As bi as I am, like if Maria was a man, I swear, <laughs> you know, you know, and, and so, but like, it's just, it's a quality that I like appreciate that much that I want it in my like life partner. Every Right? I can be a life partner. Right? Life friendship partner. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There, just, well, <laughs> the, the, you are my life partner. <laughs> but with all of that, it's like, if you find someone that you click with and that can weather the the one-on-one -on -one storm then you're like you're probably pretty cool <laughs> you know <laughs> well, and like, keep you around yeah and like people just generally avoid right like it's it's it can be hard to make new friends especially when you don't um relate or like you know even in the dating world like people will be like oh like you know they think they understand you because their grandma has parkinson's disease or they saw that they saw this movie this one time and this guy that was in a diving accident and it was just like me and I told like they totally understand so it's just you know like like on the those are occasions where people might be able to every time I hear about these stories 
It's just like, I don't know how people get by with like saying these things or, or whatever it might yeah, be. Like I, I just, mean, I don't, I don't get it. Being so physically different, I think can make people nervous, mm-hmm. you know, not like under being something that's different to you or like that you mm-hmm. don't understand can just, I think make people anxious, make people nervous yeah. and uncomfortable. It's so, uncomfortable yeah, is yeah. like key here. Yeah. Like key key word. And for some reason, that's what I'm like trying to pin is like, how come you don't, you never felt uncomfortable around me? You know, the, the here, I'll tell you this. The only time I felt uncomfortable around you is when you feel uncomfortable around me. Hey, and that is like, that's, I feel that's, like, that's, that, is that true for like you with everyone? Because that just kind of so. makes sense. I would think so. Like as long as I've had it where like I'll be having conversations um, about things with people and then you leave the conversation being like, I can't believe I opened up that much. I do remember when I finally did go to bed that night and I was like, ooh, maybe I like <laughs> overstep. Like, but it wasn't, it wasn't like that you were going to misplace my trust anywhere. Uh-huh. It was that like, I might have just like overstep my bounds in oh, that moment like went too and far, like yeah yeah and like not notice that like I needed to be gone like I I didn't have a place <laughs> there you know what I mean yeah. like because because it is it was such like a fresh yeah situation and so when we I guess first met I had been I guess for a couple years because I've been uh, speaking since 2012 to like students against drunk driving and so I was really used to like telling people about my story and like had become this like I'm an open book you can ask me questions about anything you know I have a spinal cord injury this is what happened I was in a car crash and um it just it just became kind of like I am like here to tell my story because maybe it'll help somebody right but part of me is also like talking about myself so much I also like am can be aware and be like well it's also important to be a good listener Mm -hmm. and like so so I guess when I was around you and you were so like curious and like interested in things and I'm just like, but like, I'm talking about myself so much. How is this fun for you? Yeah. You know, like, how are you? But like, you, you, you were very like interested in like genuinely curious and like not weirded out or not in like a, not in like a way that like I've, I've been used to like having to tell my story. There's like shock factor of like, Oh my God, she's, she's been through so much or like, Oh, like just like putting me in this weird, on this weird pedestal, you know, of like, wow, like, I hope this never happens to me or like, Oh, like, you know, this is why kids, you know, you shouldn't drink and drive kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, you just had this general genuine like friendship interest and like, it was a whole different reason to be listened to mm-hmm. so like I think that's what was so that's what intrigued me mm-hmm. so much about like I guess like your genuine interest and um and vice versa because it's it's hard to find friends that are good listeners mm. and like that is yeah it's hard to find people that are good listeners especially today when you're like always people are just always on their phones or always like preoccupied with other things mm-hmm. um and their you know minds are on themselves like i have other best friends and all they do is talk about themselves yeah you know yeah. constantly and it's like i still love them but you just know how a conversation is going to be is going to go and how it's going to be held mm-hmm. and um it's it's you know it feels really good to be listened to and like I only like hope to also try to be a good listener because sometimes I'm like wow this whole conversation Maria was just about me 
Like, please start talking about yourself. Like, give me, give me some half an hour on Maria, please. Well, and that's the thing too, is that like, which we're kind of running into at the minute, is that like, I already hold my stuff pretty tight and pretty close in, um, which probably isn't terribly healthy. But like, I think even even during this pandemic, like the, the types of conversations we've been able to have over even um, Skype or Messenger, where it's like, I know you have your headphones in and I know that like, I can tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I know, I just know that no one's going to hear it, you know, yeah, which is, a, yeah. which is a thing. Not that like, again, I would think that like your care would, you know, whatever, but like yeah. it is, a, it is another set of ears. Yeah. And yeah. so when, when we're on like messenger and stuff and you're like, you actively got those headphones on or whatever, yeah. then you're like, okay. And like, I, it, it matters less when like, I, like what yeah. you say to me hearing like people like unless it's like super late and like you're just chatting with somebody and yeah. like your your defenses are down or whatever and you're just yeah. like talking away and that sort of stuff. But I have a one friend who like will be like, How's it going? And he's like, Good and and then she'll she'll write back, No, no, how's it really going? Yeah. And you're like, Oh my god. Yeah. And then you get on like this like text rampage and then after yeah. like whatever 10 minutes of like texting back and forth that that's like oh shit like even texting like something like that and uh it's fair but then but then yeah. you're like okay okay but then you yeah. do feel like you you use up a lot of that space and that sort of stuff so yeah because generally i am very rarely alone mm-hmm. and then it, it can be yeah definitely hard to like have that privacy that you want to i got your... a good story for you yeah I know. Good story. And there's always people around. There's always so we can't people get around. it out. No. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, um No, I'm just kidding. Um yeah, no, I I uh I think that there's definitely like something in that aspect of things, but at the same time it's like there's always gonna be a time. You know what I mean? So so that that part is is fair as well. Yeah. Fair game. So yeah, yeah. How like we've I guess experienced each other. Have you yeah. seen other people interact with me? I'm tr- the only like the main one I can think of is like where we've talked about like after we perform together. Yeah. And yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk let's a little talk bit about that. that. So over the years, Marie and I ended up joining and being part of the same theater company where we did get to perform and travel. Yeah, which Together. is the Listen to Disc Community Arts yeah. Organization, the other ordinary yeah. professional, aka tra- touring yeah. and the whole thing. Neither heroes nor ordinary people, in case you've seen it already. In case you um, haven't, we don't, there's radio play out there right now. Yeah, and so the, I guess the interesting parts that particularly are how people interact with us differently, like you being an able-bodied person with invisible association with disability myself being very obviously visibly physically disabled and like how how that's differentiated and like what what comes to me like just right off the hop is audience Mm -hmm. because after we perform we are often approached or and we invite the audience members who want to comment or come and talk to the actors um to feel free yeah and um they're like so drawn to 
those of us in chairs, those of us with physical disabilities. Yeah. Whereas like you're, you had just as much of a part in these shows and just as much of a role as an actor. But for some reason, it's like, even though you have disclosed that you identify with ADHD, it's for some reason like compelling for them to come and talk to me or to talk to like yeah. others with these physical disabilities. And it's like, it almost makes me feel like, well, my disability is more significant than yours. Like, does that mean I'm more disabled than you are? Because, <laughs> exactly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, exactly. You know, whereas like, it's, I mean, it's not a competition. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it's just, you know, it's just amazing how, how much people's actions are based on what they see mm -hmm. are based on like visibility and and that like superficial quality mm -hmm. of like oh the, the, even just the whole foundation of like good for her for for like getting out there and being on stage when she's got such a hard life and and da 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 and like yeah yeah my life's not fucking easy yeah and my life is hard but like so is yours yeah and and so What's your experience when that has happened? Um, okay, so honestly, like during the talkbacks, I'm listening to what's going on with the understanding that I'm not going to say anything unless unless it's been referenced like w unless somebody says hey Marie you want to answer that like want to answer that question or whatever which rarely happens if it if it has and so that's I just know that that's my role in that moment because of well also because when I have been quoted for for moments I often come up with ridiculous things to say and that's what ends up getting quoted in newspapers and stuff so I understand that um and so that could just be me recognizing that like speaking off the cuff in front of a situation in a talk back just might not be my forte I'd love to do it and I joke that I joke around saying like oh I won't let me do it but if people give me the platform to talk it might be a longer way to talk but that being said, no one asks a question that I end up answering. Like we typically have very kind of not standard questions, but like we know-ish where those questions are going to be going and yeah. coming from. And then we know who's going to be usually answering them. And those people are usually not me, <laughs> um, unless I get called on by somebody else in the company. There's also the aspect of like the one kind of real specific one that like is like bright and in, in my memory um, was like after performance, you and I were like standing there and talking or whatever. And some guy, like a guy came up to us and like literally, like literally just came up uh, and we were talking and he came up and introduced himself to you and like spoke to you and said what a great job it was and like what are you doing now and like had a conversation for probably about four minutes and and then was like okay see like see you later and turned around and walked away and then you turned like you turned to me and started saying something and I was like I was like he didn't even not only did he not look at me he didn't even introduce himself to me. He didn't even care for me to be introduced. Didn't even shake my hand. Didn't even nothing, which is fine. It's not. It's not a thing. But in those moments, it's like it's like society 
uh, reverse roles. Yeah. Which obviously doesn't feel great when uh. you're on the flip side of it. But it, it definitely is interesting where, like, why does there even need to be a shift yeah. in that moment? Like, why is that why is that a thing that needs to happen, you know? And so to be able to, like, have that experience is really interesting. But, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely visible in the world of disability. Visible disability is definitely the loudest it's yeah i like that it's like it's almost like it's a real yeah it's almost like you were on stage performing and acting so it's like he now that the show's over he doesn't believe you again yeah it's yeah. like because it's invisible yeah. and he doesn't see it it's like oh no yeah she was just doing that for the show yeah, yeah maybe yeah. like you know so yeah which which is like baffling because you literally just you know divulged maybe he wasn't paying attention probably not <laughs> but like probably not oh um, <laughs> that's what we'll go with yeah, yeah. But it, it definitely is like a situation where you're like, that's wow. interesting. And the fact that it repeats, repeated itself, like it yep. repeats itself. And it's not just like this one guy that that happened one time. It was like, no, like we would go to shows and just like, this is just kind of like what you like got used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you, because if, if you did talk, then it is you're committing to taking up that space and so you better have something real clear to say otherwise people are going to be sitting there being like what is she talking about and like that happens often enough i don't i don't need it to to be in front of a bunch of people unless i can laugh it off which those talkbacks aren't for contrary to what i wish <laughs> um and so it, it it's an it's definitely like a an intentional thing at this point yeah which you know what's so interesting like you're saying that you can be it can be like difficult to be put on the spot to um have a talk back with an audience mm-hmm. and yet you're like you're like on this podcast very comfortable yeah you know just well, you. flowing and yeah i guess so it's like it's yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. not we're not in this like public setting i guess yeah well and that's the point is that like it's it's easy enough to like slow down the situation to where like you can have an intimate conversation yeah and like remember certain things and like flash back to certain things mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but uh definitely like when i'm on stage or something it comes it comes off with a lot like a lot of energy and it's and it's a thing where it's like there's always energy flowing through through me like i always feel that what do you what do you go through like if you're in front of a live audience or like you know needing to like speak publicly what are those those feelings or like what do you think makes you like tongue-tied or or i i, I forget exactly what you described it as where you're like not sure it's coming out right yeah like i think if somebody wants me to do something a certain type of way and it's not happening like those are probably the moments that like are the most actually the most scary in any sort of setting but if i'm in front of the audience like in a talkback situation it's been so long that like if i was ever in a position to talk about things i would I would ramble like it would happen and they would just have to come on the ride with me and that's fine just like if you know paratransit needed to come pick somebody up like everybody would have to go with that experience with somebody that was Uh riding paratransit or if you were like having a spasm like everybody would have to like 
be in that in that with you for until that was over but with me it's verbal it comes out as verbal because uh, i can get the physical energy out i i'm very comfortable that way if i have a lot of like verbal energy like you just have to come with me like you just have to ride the wave and it's not going to be long for me it's not going to be long typically you know it's going to be like three minutes, four minutes, and then I'll tire out that, that aspect of things or I'll, or I'll have enough time to like come back around and be like, okay, you know, I might repeat myself because I'm excited or I'm Mm -hmm. like animated or whatever it would be. But if I could just, and, and that's not the space for that at this point, it could change. Audience can change, but it, it's hard for people to come on a verbal trip. Do you think that it has like changed over the years or like you've like developed any new coping mechanisms with like public speaking or or just like dealing with people who are impatient or if somebody's impatient then like I also have no patience for that person which is fine like it's just like if you click with somebody or if you don't click with somebody then you don't have you don't have to be around anybody that you don't want like in most situations, you don't have to be around a certain person if you don't want to be yeah. in pending, like, you know, obviously certain situations that I don't, that's a whole nother topic of things. But yeah, like I'm, my situation is, is that like, I don't have to be in, in relation with people. Like I've made my mind up on that. I don't have to be in relation with people that have no t- time for riding that wave with me a little bit if we want to go hang out if we want to go on a road trip which we did yeah we went on a road trip yes and it was a great road trip i went to your sister's wedding yes so much fun yes Yes. and you drove and i drove so far so far drove all the way from saskatchewan to bc nope from bc to saskatchewan from bc to saskatchewan yes right (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I think, I think even with that one where it was like your care that, that time was sick. Yeah. Yeah. And like to, even though I have, um, a care aid or a care support that is there to like take care of me, there's always a certain element of, of myself taking care of them, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that they are, you know, working hours that they're supposed to work or taking breaks when they need to take breaks, eating when they need to eat, you know, like they're taking, they are taken care of like Mm -hmm. in their own essential way, because not all, not everybody will, you know, be vocal and like make sure that they are taken care of. But, um, but for you, it's, it's like having this whole other person Mm -hmm. that's just like outside of us, outside of our friendship. And it's just like something you either, whether it's something you have to deal with or just like another person, it's just like another, it's just a factor. And it's just like something that you've been able to accept and get gotten used to yeah i guess over the years it's the interesting part too i think where it's like if i if i tell myself like so like your care like will cook supper and like your care will do dishes and usually like you're like i'm gonna I'll, i can do my own dish but then if if they're taking your physical space in that moment then it's not your care doing it it's you it's like yeah it's like an extension you're cooking yeah. supper you're yeah. doing your dishes you're like and so like when 
people will like bring stuff like obviously like you're saying thank you and yeah and that sort of stuff because i'm not like someone's still doing something for you uh-huh. um and but it but it's it's the idea that it's like the extension of your arms doing mm-hmm. it and your legs do walking that space because mm-hmm. it's like yeah yeah and there's different like the thing is like i have different carrots and different carrots will like will do different things mm-hmm. like will want to potentially like cook for us or like you know dish out your plate mm-hmm. and some won't yeah. right so it's, it's always like person based well and i've never been excluded in those moments like yeah. as far as like like food prep and, and that yeah. sort of stuff like it's always been but like, that's because everybody loves you so <laughs> you're just lovable. like yeah so lovable exactly yeah. yeah no i i will say too like on the same point it uh but like the first time we went out together when it was uh we went to a pub and it was the patio pub and it was you me and your care at the time and it was like we were sitting at this table and this guy and maybe his friend too like i don't think he came up alone but he came up and sat down and we were sitting there whatever and they were like making like super awkward small talk like not even like real small talk and it wasn't even like it was kind of loud because people were talking but it wasn't loud because of music it was mm-hmm. just chatter and the guy like came over to you and was like touching my leg just did this just like poked your leg and was like what uh what happened here or what's going on here or something like that and and i or did he say can you feel that i can't remember some there was some yeah. form of something yeah and i was like i stunned and i can't even remember like i was like what and i don't think he said like i don't think he repeated himself and i don't think i actually said what i remember that but i was like i i'm sorry i'm sorry uh and then your care also and i don't think i don't even think necessarily somebody answered anything or something like that but it was just real fucking awkward and unnecessary and and then when he got up and left and i was like i was like what the because i i think i asked because oh yes oh yeah yeah that's what happened so i saw him poke your leg and i saw him say something and then after like that exchange was all done and they got up and left and then i i asked and i was like what just happened and then and then you said what he had said and it was like and i was like my god that's so baffling that like somebody would like say something like that and like in front of other people drunk or not like it's Eh. not a matter of like anything outside of that like fuck you man like what are you doing and the fact that like you guys you guys people with physical disability would say that these things would happen and I'd be like there's no like not there's no fucking way until you like like, see it it was like that's super weird like there why don't people have more common sense like and then then that happened and I was like because I thought like you know like uh, where somebody just might not be mindful of what they say or do or that sort of thing but that was so fucking yeah. blatant that I was think, like what i think he poked my leg and was like can you feel that yes so wow. but i mean and you were i feel like you were also wearing like a skirt as well like yeah it was like or, skin yeah he, he touched yeah. skin so you're like no fuck you were able to feel that man yeah like no get that and had yeah. i actually not been stunned and probably heard what he said and been in our where we are right now in our relationship i might like give you a look of like can i say something yeah. here here. Can, can I, I throw um, punch? Can I just a swift <laughs> throat punch, like right, like right through? Like I, I'm right here. Like I can do it really yeah. quick, really swift, and and then we can go or not. Like he can fucking go. Like get the move the fuck mm-hmm. on. But I, I would say that like that was like a moment of being like, like yeah. just like what are you doing? I, I think that that's that's a very that starts 
like pokes at it. And, and because I don't think of anything else has ever happened like that when I've been around. Yeah. But I think if it ever did, I'd be like, yeah. can I please just like... Yeah. And... I promise it, it will hurt just enough, but not yeah. too much, but not like... And like for me, it's so normal, especially at the bar, especially when you're around people drinking. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like countless, countless moments. And it's almost like at some point, I think it's like, it's, it's like it may have been entertaining. Like you almost put yourself in those situations knowing that they're going to happen, knowing that they could happen, but like, hey, like it makes for some excitement in my life life right like why not go out why not i think my mom used to always say that like people are scared to touch you because they're either scared like they're scared to hurt you they're scared you might break and this is true Mm. like um they don't know right Mm -hmm. they don't know if you're gonna smell maybe they don't know they don't know what right like they don't know if you're gonna be in pain or if they can touch you right and then Mm -hmm. or do you need like they're maybe they're scared to ask permission and so it's just easier not to Mm -hmm. so like when um i think um margaret was saying that her love language is touch and I feel like like to a certain extent I have like my love language is also touch in in a realm and but your like physical touch with other people is so far and few between yeah is that far and few, yeah so few and far between whatever you know what I mean uh, then I got you. that yeah you just get hugged less yeah you don't like if and, and it's and it's regular people will hug they'll be saying goodbye there's someone that you know maybe a family friend whatever they'll go around the room and hug everyone and then they'll give you like a little wave and say okay bye tash like you know bye everyone else in the room hug 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 bye have a good one see you later like this you know it's just normal it's just normalized and so you get i don't know you get used to it you get used to not being touched in in any way that's not like mechanical or like a medical necessity really can i follow that up with a question yeah do you think that that is could be the acquired injury type because you were were able to like hug people and people were comfortable to hug you at one point in time so you know what that feels like so that in that case it's something that i notice and like miss Or would miss socially. But I also think that if somebody, and I can't speak for them, but if somebody was born with a physical disability, they might notice that other people hug other people and not, Yeah, you know. Would you ever take that space and be like, bitch, get over here. <laughs> well, at the same time, like, it's it's also easier not to. Like, I, I'll like, if, if, it's, if it's somebody that I really like and I really care about, I'll like try to reach my arm around to like give them a hug. And if I get a good hug in with my good arm around them, I'm like, yes. Like, score! You know, I got a good hug in. Um, yeah. You know, and if I really want to hug somebody that I'm, like, close with, I'll be like, give me a hug. And then they'll, like, they'll be like, okay, well, let's give this a shot. I'm also very aware that if I'm in my power chair, I got to make sure it's turned off. Because <laughs> uh, many times, someone will go to hug me, and I'll, like, drive away. <laughs> because drive they'll, they'll knock my joystick. Yeah, it is. Or, like, just start tilting slowly, depending on what setting it's on. But, but yeah, no, I mean, and I, you, I mean, you gotta, I guess you gotta be do you do you gotta be easy on people i long let me say this long story short i love you i love you too and i adore you you're my favorite and i want you in my life for the rest of my life me too and i think that you're going to be a great mom and i can't wait to meet i'm not gonna say what i've been calling him (laughs) because when he hears this i don't want him to think that i called him wrong name until he's born but it's gonna be awesome and i agree and yeah i'm just i'm just super happy to have you in my life and have your thoughts and opinions and advice and everything else be accessible to me i (laughs) 
completely concur. <laughs> I am on the same page. This is Judge. not a one-way relationship. I am so in love with you. <laughs> and I am so, like, I appreciate our relationship and how genuine it is on every level. Mm -hmm. Because unlike you, best friends for me are very rare mm -hmm. because of so much of what we've already talked about mm -hmm. well that's it and mixed crips out, out. all right thank you very much for listening to that, that listening was to us fun. dabble on and on yeah, yeah. we could have gone on for a long yeah. time on that one and again follow us the mixed crips on twitter facebook instagram or email us at themixedcrips at gmail.com Holla! And you better you better not forget keep rolling forward one neuron at a time